This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is bonus episode 113. I'm your host Duncan McLeish and welcome to the show. On bonus episode 113 we close out Movie Club as part of Challenge Teapots for October 2018. Movie Club will conclude this month with obviously the listener reviews. For my selection of this month I chose Jeff Lieberman's Satan's Little Helper, a lesser known kind of fun little horror comedy romp um, which some of the listeners who sent in reviews had seen before and some of them had not so it'll be interesting to see where this one lands. Now I will say maybe not the usual uptake that we usually get. I'm going to put this down to one. I don't think the film is widely available on streaming services. Probably should have done my homework on that one before swinging that out. Plus, October is just a busy month for everyone anyway. Plenty of people running through the 31 of October. So yeah, the fact that you didn't have time to submit one in. I'm not going to take it personal. Not going to take it personal. Doesn't mean this episode is going to be a whole hell of a lot shorter than some of the other ones. But that does not mean the quality will be diminished. Now... Now, 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 at the start of all these episodes, I like to uh, recap some stuff that we've been doing recently and also project forward to what is upcoming in the very near future from under the stairs. This is your third episode of the week. There is still, believe it or not, another episode still to come on Sunday. On Monday, we dropped Bazoween episode number four for 2018. The Baz took on Salem's Lot. We then swung into Tuesday, uh, where I recapped the third instalment of my 31 of October. That was movies numbers 15 through to 21. Um, Then obviously we have today's episode, which is running a day late, but that's because I'm recovering from what I can only describe as a hellacious flu, uh, which has caused me to be short of breath and drop my voice about an octave. So if you're digging the Barry White Sims of Duncan McLeish at the moment, um, I'm afraid to say that'll probably change when I heal back up. You'll get back to that nasally raspy tone that you've all become so accustomed to. Then on Sunday, we're doing a special bonus episode where we take a look at Witch in the Window, which is a movie exclusively on Shudder at the moment. Then on Monday, we are dropping Bazoween episode number 5. That is the conclusion of this run of shows and is Baz taking on Suspiria on Tuesday because there's so much content coming over the next week and a half and I apologise up front but on Tuesday we will cover movies number 22 through to movies 28 on my 31 of October then on Wednesday on Halloween itself I put together something a bit different something a bit fun it's going to drop nice and early for you all out there and hopefully you enjoy it ain't like anything we've done before and I kind of hope you dig it then on Thursday, uh, I drop a very spo- uh, very special bonus episode, 
and that one will be a review of Halloween. Just a general discussion of Halloween as a as a franchise as well. Um, the general discussion will be done by myself. The review of the movie will be done by myself and Andy Blockley, and that will drop on the Thursday. Then on the Friday, that's right, five days back-to-back of podcasts under the stairs content. On the Friday, you get the conclusion of our 31 of October. That'll be looking at the last movies, 29 through 31. Uh, We'll then be taking a day off on the Saturday, thank fuck, and then coming back on the Sunday, oh dear, to roll into our 88 Films Italian Collection series, looking at the next movie on that list. So there we go, so much stuff going on right now. I will say as one more update uh, that the enamel pin, the Vaseline design, has finally arrived in the UK. It arrived in my house today. I've seen them, they look fucking incredible. We have 18 left and when they're gone, they're gone. And you can purchase one and support the show by going to tputzcast.bigcartel.com Alternatively, if that's too big and you can't understand what I'm saying, it's just tputzcast.com and click the merch tab there. Pre-order yourself one and uh, yeah, throw some shekels and get something cool back in return. So there we go. I'm going to take my first break of this show. You are going to hear promos for shows that I love. You're going to hear a little bit of music. You're also going to hear the trailer for our movie club review. It is Satan's Little Helper. And you guys are going to tell us what you made of it with your Netflix grades when we come right back right after this. Hey, it's your boy, Donnie Rings, host of the Horror Mafia podcast. I'm joined by my associates, Baby Joy. Hey, yo, how you doing? Como estai? And Big Bill Casanelli. Hey, bafangul, bafangul, all right? And together, the three of us will take you, the listener, through our unique take on the horror genre. And sometimes mob movies, too. We are the mafia, you know. We serve up a little antifaz to get you in the mood. A little gabagool, a little super sad, a hot sausage, a piece of mozzarella, crack Sicilian, I'll forget about it. As well as a wide variety of entrees to manja. Whether the classic film review or our list episodes. You'll always get an exquisito dish served. Hey guys, how can we forget? Daniel's torture. Ah! Fucking Dawn! So come join us in the back room at Horophilia Studios for a sit-down with the Horror Mafia podcast. We'll make you an offer you can't refuse. Or you'll be sleeping with the fishes.
Alex, our house. Want some cider? A time of make-believe. He is going to be so scary. Dressing up like the devil is part of the game. There really is a secret, right? For one little boy. Where are you going? To find Satan. The devil. What's with all the Satan stuff? Oh, your dad got him this video game. Is real. Are you Satan? Can I be your helper? When he brings the devil home, his family pays the price. This could be your secret door to hell. Mom, help me, Alex! Child's game. For this you shall die. He's about to become a terrifying reality. Oh, this boy! This Halloween. Yes! The devil you know is dangerous. You're really into this, aren't you? The devil you don't know. Don't go out there! Will kill you. Messes that all the dead people were the same, but he lied. I'm going after them. Satan's little helper. And welcome back. So let's kick off with our first review, and then this one actually did come in first, nice and sharp. I think it was like the same day. I put the episode out, if it wasn't, it was the day after, came in from our good buddy David Garrett Jr. As always, it's a pleasure to hear from you, sir. He wrote, Hello Duncan, back again for October Movie Club. When I heard that this month's film was going to be Satan's Little Helper, I was excited as it's been on my list to see for a while, but I just hadn't got around to it yet. Plus, I'm doing a couple of movie challenges for October and it fit in in a few different categories for me. Now, to get on to what I thought about the film. The first thing that really struck me was I really liked the concept of this film. Having a serial killer using Halloween to get away with crimes is brilliant. Not only that, but staging them to look like decorations is quite clever. His costume was also pretty creepy looking, so that helps. On the other side, I wasn't the biggest fan of Dougie. The kid looks a little bit too old to not really understand more about Satan and God among other things. My family isn't overly religious and I probably have been to church less than 20 times in my life but even I knew the basics when I was his age. And I wasn't a fan of that kid in the way he came off, it was very annoying. The rest of the cast, I didn't mind, especially seeing a very young Catherine Winnick. I personally wanted to thank her mum in the movie for recommending that costume. This film was also interesting that it's roughly the first half as a comedy, then there's a tonal shift after they realise Satan isn't Jenna's boyfriend Alex. There were a few times I did laugh out loud but not all the jokes landed with me. The comedy aspect does make the film a little bit too outrageous, like that Satan could kill all the police officers on the island and most of a full riot breaking out that quickly. I do bend disbelief a bit for that though. The effects were also really really good, uh, with many of them being hidden by cuts in the film. I do have to say that the father's death wasn't so good and was a bit too out there. Despite the budget, the film was also shot pretty well and it doesn't waste any time getting into it. I found this movie to be a fun film. It isn't the best, but one that really does embody the Halloween holiday. I'm going with 3 out of 5 stars for the film. It was a pleasure to watch this one and can't wait for next month's movie club. David Garrett Jr. Thanks very much for sending that in, David. Always a pleasure to hear from you, sir. Always a pleasure. Swinging into our next review, we have one from our good buddy, Timothy Walker. Big Tim says, Dear Duncan and Teapot's people, Well now, 
Satan's Little Helper. A movie I'd passed on many times before because it looked so cheesy. And even though it's from Jeff Lieberman, um, and he directed it, and he's done some stuff I really dig. Squirm, Blue Sunshine, and especially Just Before Dawn, our favourites, are still passing it. I figured he passed his prime by 2004. I put this one on fully expecting to like it a bit as much as I did The Cottage. That's not at all. I thought I'd sit there stony-faced while the hilarity ensued, and I'd add it to the huge pile of movies that every other horror fan loved, and I was one killjoy that didn't. Nope. Almost from the very beginning, I absolutely loved this one. I had a huge grin on my face pretty much through the whole thing. It's been a while since I've seen a horror film that was this much fun. Just pure fun. To say it was refreshing was an understatement. I'd seen a few lacklustre movies lately and Satan's Little Helper definitely brightened my mood. Why is it so much fun? I think it's the general atmosphere of it, the dark yet playful feel of the whole thing. I love how the killer plays right into the boys game the whole movie. I love the older sister, I mean who wouldn't, and the mum. This might be a rare short review for me because I didn't really have much of any problems at all with this movie. Yeah, it's not perfect. Maybe some of the logistics of how the killer is able to pull off some of his tricks didn't really work if you think about them. I just don't have much of a problem with it. Maybe the movie could have done a little better with a higher budget and a slicker look to it. Maybe if it looked a little more cinematic like Trick or Treat for example. Uh, but it's no big deal though. This movie is charming as hell. Just when I think I can't like a horror comedy, if that is what this one is, Satan's Little Helper comes along. I'm really glad you picked this one, Duncan. I wish I'd seen it years earlier. 4 out of 5 stars on the classic Netflix current letterbox ratings. Take care, Duncan, and Teapots folk, Tim. Thank you very much for that, Tim. And I'm glad you dug this one because I've been... I was striking out recently with a couple of the movie picks and uh, every now and again we'll land one, albeit I'm super surprised. No one is more surprised than me that you dug this one as much as you did. Did put a smile on my face to read this review though. Up next is a review from Andrew Hoekstra. Now Andrew, I am I'm pinning my hopes on the fact that I pronounced this name right because apparently I did it once and have successfully mispronounced your surname every single time since but Hoekstra is what I'm going with and hopefully that is right. I'm sticking with it now. That's, I've committed to this one. That is not the pronunciation, then I am a failure. Um, Hoekstra, that's what I think. Let's, let's see. You can let me know. Give me some feedback. He says, This was a film I remember seeing at the video store when I was younger, but never checked it out because it looked low budget and cheesy. However, I ended up having a blast with this one. The best way to describe this film as a whole is cute yet sinister. The balance of the tone, Satan himself, how he behaves with those mannerisms in the mask. And for some reason, that doorbell kept making me laugh while the sounds foreboding. A dynamic I liked was not knowing if it was really Satan or a human killer in the mask up until the reveal. My only real issue with the film is the lack of gore. I think the comedy could have been played better with the kills if they'd been a bit more graphic while still retaining the comedic tone. For example, Tucker and Dale come to mind. However, 4 out of 5 for this one and I'm looking forward to putting it in my yearly October rotation. Thank you very much for your review, Andrew. Andrew's another one that's becoming a regular on uh, movie clubs and I for one could not be happier. I love the, the folk that keep coming back even though the films 
might be ones they want to watch, might not be, and might push them out of their general comfort zone of what they watch. So yeah, thank you very much for submitting that one in, Andrew. And next we have a review from a long-time listener, Andrew Valdez. He says, Satan's Little Helper is a horror comedy centred around a young boy who wants to be Satan's friend. One day he spots a mass killer as they're in the middle of one of their kills and the boy starts asking him questions. The mass killer never talks or removes their mask, instead nodding his replies to him. The boy tells the killer he dislikes his older sister's boyfriend and hopes he would get rid of him. Satan's Little Helper has a mean street sense of humour that at times resembles something out of a trauma movie. Such as when the masked killer and the boy are at the grocery store parking lot and the killer rams his wagon into a pregnant woman while the kid gleefully watches and laughs. In another scene, the masked killer attacks an elderly lady at her home. At times, it can be hard to tell if we're supposed to be concerned with the boy and his family's seemingly genuine danger of the masked killer or if we as the audience are supposed to find it silly in a rebellious sort of way. Even the sister's boyfriend is a decent guy who just wants to befriend the girlfriend's brother, yet is brutally attacked by the mass killer and left for dead. The boy brings the killer back to his house, where the sister and mother believe that the mass killer is the sister's boyfriend, and the mass killer takes advantage of this by fooling around with the kid's sister. It's not only the mass killers kill the boy's father right in front of him and the rest of the family that he begins to realise that this is no longer just a prank. Satan's Little Helper can be funny and a good time, but at 100 minutes, it's a bit long for a movie that should feel like it flies by. Also, because the movie can't decide whether it wants to be a horror movie with laughs or a comedy movie with some scares, the mood felt uneven and could at times feel like you were watching a Halloween movie aimed at kids that is too dark for mature kids and is too silly and doesn't lean into the horror elements enough to appeal horror fans, which lands this movie with a very dim in the middle 3 out of 5 from me. Thank you very much for your review, Andrew Valdez. I think this is the first time you've written into one, Andrew, and if so, keep them coming. You're a long-time listener. It's always great to hear from you, sir. Alright, let's swing it into our next review. It's from our very good buddy, Don Anelli. He says, for October challenge... It was Satan's little helper. I feel this ended up being quite an enjoyable, if really flawed, effort. Most of the fun is due to the absolutely original connection between the killer and the game, which is treated as a coincidence, but really allows for a demented atmosphere throughout, as the whole issue of a child being fascinated with violence and death and actively encouraging it to happen. However, unwittingly still being an active part in the process. By making it so that he's unable to realise the difference between real life and fantasy, it allows this to really get dark with its humour, where they basically run wild through the town, knocking off people left, right in the shopping cart, as he joyfully cries out alongside the carnage, as he thinks it's all just a game. That as well as giving the scenes in the house prior to the rampage a sense of eeriness as the killer interacts with family who are unaware of the true nature of their companion. While this tries to give off a comedic vibe through these efforts, it's really not that funny as an entire joke. 
that he can't distinguish fantasy from reality because of the way the character is dressed. It's pretty lame for a running joke to go through an entire film that doesn't really have much else in the way of jokes to make it work as everyone else plays along for no reason and this ends up giving the film a really off vibe during the first hour. Thankfully, once the ruse is found out, that's dropped to stop the madman, which is far more interesting, with the twist involving an identity switch. The race to stop him from getting back to the kid and the rampage at the party offer some additional fun. Overall, it's quite a fun ride, but it's most certainly not as funny as people say it is, leading to its only real flaw and making this film a 3.5 out of 5 on the Netflix scale. Thank you very much for sending that in, Don. Always a pleasure. This man never misses a beat when it comes to the Teapots Movie Club. Looking forward to slaying you a new one coming in November. And swinging it across to our last review, which came in via Facebook. This is from Adam Claver. He says, The director of Squirm and Blue Sunshine brings us this amateurish, if charming, Halloween horror film. It has a distinct autumn feel, and some admittedly funny gags to elevate it, um, but some of the acting is very spotty and the concept is fairly contrived. Still, it's entertaining enough. Three out of five stars. Thank you very much for sending that one in. Adam, I think I got them all. The reason I say I think I got them all is because I was convinced I got them all last time, and turns out I didn't. I, I had recorded some and somehow managed not to put some reviews in last month, um, if I did not get your review in this month, I apologise profusely and I swing out a big apology to those that took the time last month whose reviews never appeared in the final show. Uh, that being said, thank you very much to everyone who submitted a review and for this one. Uh, I had a ton of fun revisiting this movie for Movie Club. Uh, it's a firm uh, favourite in the McLeish household since being recommended this one from my good buddy Brett. Uh, from the Midnight Horror Show, goes by the name Undead, who had been raving about this one for ages and I watched it and it is now part of my October tradition that I watch it every October. I have a ton of fun with it. It's, it's a really good fun. Flawed as hell, but yeah, it, there's something about the feel of the movie that just, that just that, that off-kilter feel that Don was talking about just ropes me right in. Uh, I like weird comedies. I like things that make me think something is distinctly off and unsettling yet make me smile. So if you can get both of them, I am very, very happy. So there we go. Yep, there we are. Everything is good. We're going to take our final break and when we come back, we're closing out the show right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. And you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. This has been bonus episode 113. This has been Movie Club, the listener reviews for October 2018. Looking at Satan's Little Helper from Jeff Lieberman. Thank you very much to everyone that sent a review. And like I say, slightly less than we usually get, but the quality was kind of awesome. And it was great to see people that had never seen the movie before watching it and digging it. No one hated the movie which uh, I think may be a first. I think it's the first time we've put out one where it's universally been liked all the way right throughout by everyone. Various shades of like, which makes me happy. I like it when that happens. So, there we are. Yeah, another one. Then we only have one, one month uh, left before we kick into the listener choice December. And this year, 
uh, for listener choice December, I will be putting it out to the listeners, uh, picking one at random to suggest a movie. So I'll put some names from some of the regulars uh, in a hat. I will choose one and they will pick the movie for Movie Club in December for everyone to go and check out. That's right, pivoting it to listener choice. Ooh, see what I did there. Sidestep like a motherfucker. Sidestepping like a motherfucker. Right, uh, this is your, like I say, third but not last episode of the week. On Sunday, I return with my review of the Shudder exclusive, The Witch in the Window. Looking forward to that one quite a bit. The people behind it had a movie out, what, two years ago that I genuinely thought was incredible, but their first movie I fucking hated. Hate that movie. Yellow Brick Road, get the fuck. Right, anyway, let's keep this on point here. Uh, yeah, so um, that'll be coming out on Sunday, and then we'll be concluding Bazoween on Monday as Baz takes on the witch film Suspiria. There's a multitude of ways to check out podcasts under the stairs. As always, I say come across and check us out on Apple Podcasts. You can come across and subscribe to the feed. That way you get the shows as and when they come out and absolute access to the back catalogue um, straight away. Right from the point that you hit subscribe, you get those episodes when they drop and access to the back stuff as well. Isn't that cool? Isn't that great? Technology is fucking awesome. While you're subscribing to that feed, also leave us a little rating and a review. If it's five stars, for example, the more of them we get, the higher up the iTunes charts are pushed for new listeners to come across and check us out, as well as reviews, which are basically testimonials from yourself as to why people should check out our content. If you can't be bothered with that, then just do some word of mouth. Tell a friend, tell a stranger, tell anyone that'll listen to you, or people that don't want to listen to you, stand like a crazy man on the street with a tinfoil hat, screaming about the conspiracy of people being refused access to podcasts under the stairs. Ladies and gents, that's how you do word of mouth. You can check us out at Stitcher Smart Radio, SoundCloud, Google Play, and the TuneIn app. Come across to our website, is teapotscast.com. You can click the merch tab there, or go direct to our merch page. Our direct link to the merch page is teaputzcast.bigcartel.com There is Bazoween enamel pins. There is literally 18 of them left. We are starting to run out. Do not delay. Do not snooze on this one because when they're gone, they gone. We only have three T-Pugs pins as well left. Those uh, Harry Puggy T-Pugs pins. Three of them left. When they're gone, they're gone. And uh, the final run of some classic posters. Um, the original Void podcast under the stairs poster and the Baz V Horror posters are down to about 20 each and when they're gone they gone as well we've got a ton of things planned for coming out merch wise over the next six months so please keep your eyes very much on the prize everything we do is limited availability and once they're gone they're gone I, do, I tend not to recycle things so yeah keep your eyes peeled for that you can visit our Facebook pages. We have a Facebook group page. That's where the community interacts. Posts trailers, what we're watching for the 31 of October, comments on the shows. All that fun shit happens over at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash cast. That community is about 600 strong and everyone is super courteous to each other. And that is my favourite thing about doing this show is watching a community of horror podcasters and friends and listeners and horror fans join a page and just chat about how much they love horror and if someone doesn't like a movie they don't get lamb blasted for it because I don't believe that that is the best way to have a dialogue about movies. Also you can visit our Facebook page it's facebook.com forward slash teapotscast that's where the live streams happen the Thursday Thursdays happen there 
uh, it's connected to our Instagram and also to our merch so you can go there to jump into our merch page as well and shop on the podcast under the stairs also yes if that wasn't enough things to do you can interact with the Baz on the twin prongs of social media section it's Instagram and Twitter both at teapotcast okie dokie that's us done. Another episode down. Thank you for bearing with me. My voice is almost back to 100%, which is good, because I have so many episodes to record for next week. So a whole lot of talking. But wherever you are, whatever the time zone is, and whatever you're up to in this big, bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from Under the Stairs, and I am signing off. Yeah, I remember her saying, I'm already dead. I'm already dead. I'm already dead. to stand up and hold your hands in some stupid single You're going to get up and scream. You're going to get up and burn an X in your head.